Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, oh, come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. I can't even tell you, man. Um, I've been doing some thinking. And um, and one of the things that I wanted to uh, mention today to you as one of the uh, principles of success, being grateful at all times is difficult to do. Being grateful at all times is very difficult to do. I I, I find that to be true with myself. Now, there are others that might be able to do it, but just just from talking and listening and, 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 and living and learning, being grateful at all times is difficult to do, but it's necessary. Because it's, it's, it's such an act of faith in knowing that no matter what's going on, it's going to be all right. And it's hard to see that when things are not going in your favor, when things have turned so dramatically the other way. And it seems as though you're the only one in the situation where you're involved with other people or someone got an accusation against you falsely or somebody trying to do something to you unjustifiably, whatever the case may be, when it's happening to you, it does appear to you that, oh my goodness, man, this is horribly one-sided. So it is difficult. It is hard to do, to be grateful at all times, but it's so necessary. And I, I I just want to point out a couple of things to you. First of all, 
The difficulty in being grateful in hard times is that, number one, the, the present circumstances oftentimes is just so pressing and so overwhelming that a lot of your energy is devoted to trying to come up with the solution for that or trying to muster the strength to weather the storm or trying to just brace yourself to try to get through it. And in doing that, you don't, it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to be grateful in pain. And I know it is, but, but here is the trick for me. This is what I've had to learn how to do. And I, I, I guess it takes practice to get here. It's not nothing you just start doing right away. You got to practice it in small increments to really get it. What I've always had to say to myself and what I've learned to say to myself is, this is happening to me because God is working me through something. This is happening to me because it's some form of test that I have to pass in order to graduate to the next grade. In, that, in order to be allowed to move to the next level. This is happening to me because there's something I need to purge my life of, my body of, my spirit of. Something's purging in me. And when you purge something, it's, it's painful. You know, it's like a person getting off drugs. The withdrawal is agonizing, I've, I've been told. And every documentary I've ever watched, it it's an agonizing process to go cold turkey, to withdraw, to pull away after you've been doing something so long. And so I know that this process is tough when you're going through some pain, but when you're purging your system, when you're, when you're, when you're having to pass a test, when you're about to make when when you're being made ready for the next level that moment right in there in realizing that that's what's happening that's where you find the gratitude that's where i found the gratitude i hope i'm explaining this correctly i'm gonna keep trying until i get it but that's where you find the gratitude the the second part of it is is that god has never left In all the things I've done, in all the mistakes I've made, all the lies I've told, all the situations I've gotten myself into from being greedy and wanting too much for me at the expense sometimes of other people, not doing it deliberately or in a vindictive way because I've never had that spirit. I'm not a vindictive or mean person but sometimes in my life in wanting to do what I wanted to do I didn't totally weigh out the cause and effect of the other person I mean can I just be real with you with that I mean how many times we done all done that look it doesn't don't make you a bad person you know uh, good people do bad things all the time I just happen to have come to the realization that unknowingly and 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 not and not uh with malice intent towards a person i've i've hurt people looking at something i wanted to do without really looking at what the cause and effect would be on the other person so in doing some of these things i've created situations for myself but god through his grace and mercy has allowed me to even get beyond that 
So when I'm saying that God has never left me, in spite of myself, he's always gotten me through. So that's the other part of it too, see, that no matter what you're going through, you've got to understand that God has always gotten you through it. Now, hasn't he? Now, it may not be the way you wanted or the way you liked, but guess what? You, you can't do wrong and not pay for that now. That, that's not how this works. That's never going to be the case. But the great thing about God is he fires warning shots at us all the time. He gives us an opportunity to stop. You know, he don't fully punish us right away every time we do something wrong, now does he? You know, eventually you're going to get caught doing whatever it is you're doing. You do understand that, don't you? But the first time, that close call, that was a warning shot for you to stop. Look, I know you're not perfect. I know we all sinners down here. So I know you're going to make mistakes one time. I know you was looking at her when you wasn't supposed to. I know you said something to him when you wasn't supposed to. I know you got with her when you know you wasn't supposed to. And I know you got with him when you know you wasn't supposed to. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fire a warning shot. And maybe you'll slow your roll this time. But we keep on, though. See, 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 that's what happens. See, we just keep on. And then the next thing you know, we get caught. Now, oh, Lord, have mercy. I want out of this. Yeah, well, see, you done dug this hole pretty deep. And he going to get you out. But there's some things that's got to go down now because you didn't pay attention to the warning shot. See, had you stopped the first time you felt bad about it and said you wasn't going to do it no more, the situation wouldn't be as critical. But because we don't stop and we go again, but God always forgives he always allows us to get back up again. He always gives us mercy. He always gives us his grace. He always does that. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, normally, uh, you know, you ever hear them horns and go, dit, 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 dit. That's what I wanted to have, but I don't have that, so I just did it with my mouth just now. It wasn't as effective, but it, there it was, though. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, 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 yeah, all of that. Hey, I'm all over the place. Welcome to Monday morning, y'all. It's a good day, day after Super Bowl. Everybody here, congratulations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we are here. Shirley Strawberry calling for real, Mississippi Monica, uh, Junior, Kill Spades, and Nephew Tommy. Uh, we all here. Steve and so, Harvey. you know, yeah, yeah. we here. Here, man. Yeah, we here. Watch the game, watch the commercials. Yeah. Uh, LA Rams you know. are the world LA champions. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Super Bowl yeah. champs. Super Bowl. Deservedly. So, I was on a text feed with a bunch of boys from Cincinnati that I went to college with. So, I couldn't, uh, you know, Say, <laughs> say really what I was feeling, the right. pure hatred I have for the Bengals and the joy that I had in watching them lose. Yeah. And uh, the sheer agony that some of my boys was in uh, was making the Cleveland in me jump for joy. And so I just had a wonderful evening yesterday. That's all it was. Because Cleveland yeah, and Cincinnati have that. They have that. Oh, man. We Ohio. See, the Cleveland Browns was started by Paul Brown. He left in 67 and went to Cincinnati and, and, and started the Cincinnati Bengals and took all the colors, the same orange and everything, down to Cincinnati. Oh. See, okay. so the Brown family owns the Cincinnati Bengals, you know. 
That's because he took all the colors from the Cleveland Browns because it was the Cleveland Browns because of Paul Brown. That's our hatred for the Bengals. And it's deep. Our, it's our, deep. This is serious. It's not this a game. Is Ooh, it's 60s. deep, deep, deep hatred. And I was, I mean, the sad thing was I've lied for all of it. Listening yeah. to my father talk about it, you know, even though I was a boy. That bastard done took this damn football team. Who his ass think he is? Boy, white folk, I tell you. White folk. Oh, boy, I was going. So it was a combination of racism and hatred for the team. That's a lot. Yeah, my father had to. Damn, white folk. Boy, damn. Well, they don't want to got money right now for a football team, ain't they, daddy? I ain't want to say that out loud. Yeah. You know, you know, but it's it's real. It's real. Hate. Yeah, it's real. It's all good, man. But I was happy for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Odell sir. Beckham, who was with Cleveland, so that that was gave us joy, mm-hmm. and then okay. just further showed how hard the Browns actually do suck. That we <laughs> let him go. Yeah, let him go, and then he go win a damn Super Bowl. Huh? Stupid thing. <laughs> but everybody on the Rams left a team to a better situation. Uh, Von Miller left Denver, got a Super Bowl. Stafford yes, left did. Detroit, got a Super Bowl. Odell left Cleveland, got a Super Bowl. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but Detroit <laughs> happy for uh, Stafford, yeah. huh? Detroit. The whole Houston, Texas need to leave and go to L.A. <laughs> 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 we, need a, we need a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the pastors are here with church complaints. Wonder if they saw the game yesterday we'll talk about it right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show time now for church complaints with reverend motown and deacon death jam we gavel on this auspicious day the day after we vicariously watch the super bowl we gather misitariously to ventipicate on a scale of enormosity. And we are here today to gather concurrently complaints from this chip. Boy, boy, if you better watch me get a get a fixicated on what I'm doing over here. God Let the church say amen. 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 No, come on, Deacon. All right, Pastor, we got an issue. Uh, Brother Terrence Mosley is upset with NBC. He says he bought a commercial for his restaurant, The Greasy Grill, and uh, he wants to file a lawsuit. Now, he sat there the whole day yesterday and never saw his commercial. He's asking if you will represent him on the lawsuit. I don't think he understands the real cost of a Super Bowl commercial. Mm. Uh, he said he put two hundred dollars down on it. Now that what I he know, say. I know. <laughs> they made a payment. He to have a he at the greasy grill would have had to catch a grease fire and burn down completely to the ground and the entire housing complex surrounding it to have the money to pay for this damn Super Bowl commercial. Ooh. So <laughs> now we are gonna have to break it down to him that two hundred dollars down. It ain't mm. gonna get you a minute. You can't get a radio spot on the Steve Harvey Morning Show for two hundred, mm. <laughs> and that's local in Brunswick. 
<laughs> know your rates. Know mm. your rates. Know your rates. Come on now. <laughs> All right, Pastor. Uh, we got a dispute going on. Um, Alexa and Siri had a fight about uh, one still in the other spotlight. They want you to sell a dispute. Do you have a Do you have a favorite, Pastor? I guess that's what they ask. No, I don't. And we learned to stay out of disputes involving white women. Uh, I think they should both contact the Me Too movement and let them settle it, because that ain't got a damn thing to do with us. I don't care for Siri or Lexus. Now, unless they come up with a new one called Gertrude, somebody that I could relate to. <laughs> Answer questions I got. Because <laughs> I'm tired of Siri telling me I don't understand what you said. What the hell, what the hell you think I said? So, no, we're not going to get involved in that. that didn't go ahead. Not, not going to get involved. All right, Pat, listen, we have 305 wings left over from the mm. Super Bowl game. Mm. Uh, what you want to do with them? 305 wings that's left over, so we need to figure out what we're going to do with them. Well, well, that's what it is, uh, Miss Carla. It's 305. <laughs> it wasn't 306, it's 305. Well, we had 200 <laughs> left last year and opened up the church the following day for the free chicken wing giveaway <laughs> and the church got stampeded <laughs> and we had to replace staircases crosses pews carpet yeah. uh, the altar they almost tore this church down at them so we're not gonna do anything we're not gonna make an announcement about us having these wings that's just for starters Man. just dang the pans right now deacon well, yeah, but now this leads me to my next one. But yeah, they in the pans. But you gonna okay. I, uh, we not through though. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. here's a problem: the foil ministry was outstanding yesterday. They accumulated over five thousand pounds of plates to go, and they are they selling these plates for twenty dollars. But they need the church refrigerator to store everything. But I don't think we got enough room, Pastor. But that's on you if you want to rent another fridge so they can store these. But the fall ministry was outstanding. They have 5,000 pounds of plates. 5,000 pounds of plates from where, people? From different people's houses. They just bring they bring them all in. It's about 5,000 pounds of plates, Pat. They to-go plates that they didn't took from people's houses and wrapped up in fall. We've never resold uh, people food. <laughs> Most... <laughs> Most of the fat ass people that take plates is intending to eat them at their house. Don't get shame and bring them up to us. <laughs> your fat ass wanted it when you wrapped it up. You had to fall in your purse. You had extra, uh, extra Dixie paper plates. You that's your damn problem. <laughs> and don't throw that food away, cause you know we gonna mention all the people in Africa that ain't eating. <laughs> Come on, man. So that's eat this sure. damn food. Before you get told now about these people in Africa that ain't eating. Amen. I told that to my daddy one time. He told me to finish eating my food because people in Africa are starving. Mm. He said, yeah, I said, I, I, my response was, was send it to him. And then, and then you know, uh, that was, I, say, I said that to him on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, right after, I think, I believe I said it on a March 8th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I woke up on the, uh, uh, April 2nd, 
A month later. <laughs> Not a month later. I don't, I don't know what the hell had happened to me, but uh, that's what I had said. And then I had noticed that the food was gone, so I, I was, I didn't say nothing when I came to. I assumed he had sent it, like I said. Uh-uh. That's what I <laughs> But you didn't ask. Oh, no, no I, didn't, I didn't bother asking. Uh, I was just hoping the- that it wasn't spoiled by the time it got there, because Africa a long way. When I said it as a boy, there was no FedEx. So. <laughs> the uh, the Super Bowl church party ended in a, in a disaster. Now, somebody spiked a hallelujah punch, and several members uh, came out of their clothes, and five of them are locked in the bathroom, and then we got about six more of them in jail. What do you want to do with these people? Yep, it's due uh, to the hallelujah. Somebody spiked the hallelujah punch, Pat. Right. We don't have nothing to do with that. We don't lay claim for that. Um, so we just going to ignore that it happened. <laughs> Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions on this Valentine's Day right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we will recap the Super Bowl commercials and the halftime performances. Woo, halftime. But right now, it yes. is time to ask the CLO. Yes, is right, Carla, right? Fire. <laughs> Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. You got love questions? He has answers. Smith in Toronto writes, I am a 34-year-old single woman, and I have a few teeth missing on the side. I went on a date a week ago, and I felt like the guy was staring in my mouth the whole time. I wanted to put my mask on, but I didn't want to be obvious. I'm having the teeth replaced, so should I bring it up to him or wait until he does? Now, you need to stop dating till you get them teeth Because <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty much why you're single right now. Once you get up there and start smiling, what you cannot do is look to the side and talk to nobody, especially if you got them corner teeth missing. I'm just being real with you now. You don't need to do that. You got to get your teeth fixed before you continue dating or you're going to forever. There's a reason why you 34 and single. Yeah, it's the teeth. Especially them corner teeth. You Because that's a surprise. see your tongue through there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or if you turn what? sideways and smile and we can see the wall, <laughs> you, that's just too much. They missing on both sides. You smile and we can see the wall, but yeah. your mouth is damn near closed. Whoa. Girl, we got a problem. You ain't got to bring nothing up. You need to stop dating. Until you get your damn teeth fixed. That's why you single. A lot of men, you can't even call them back because they're going to remember them two places that was out. All right, Venetia uh, in uh, Nashville so trying to talk, trying, you try just trying to talk all three sides of your mouth. Somebody don't understand what, what you're saying? Go ahead, Tommy. I'm moving on. Venetia in Nashville says, Two years ago, I was involved with a man that was married, and I moved on from that. Now he's divorced, so he wants to come back into my life. I'm skeptical because he's a cheater, and I feel like he'll cheat on me if we started dating. Is it crazy to think he can't change? Should I see where this goes? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. What was your do- you was what? a cheater. But she moved no, no, on from No, 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 no. You was a cheater. <laughs> you moved on from it. He done moved on from the wife. Now, when you looking upside his head because he's a cheater, you can't be a cheater unless you have somebody to cheat with. See, you women that get involved and then want to blame the married man, but he can't cheat unless you let him. 
So now when he get divorced and he want to come back into your life, now you talking about he's a cheater. What is you? (laughs) Her question is. I'm asking the question. (laughs) Have you changed? He really need to be worried about your ass. She thinks he might cheat on her if they start dating, and she wants to know, is it crazy to think that he can't change? He think you might cheat on him. Mm. You know, you do sleep with married men. You you remember that? Oh. No, so no, I'm not finna not help you with him. You need to help yourself. You well, she, to blame, too. She says she, she see where this goes. I know. Everybody can't have a happy Valentine, uh, Carla. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> the world. Yeah, Valentine's ain't for everybody. They, they got a new thing out called Galentine. Yes. Okay. yes, 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 they do. Yeah, so I'm yes. hip to that. I'm mm-hmm. not finna make you somebody Valentine. You ain't ready. Yeah. <laughs> you just move on from that situation. All right, uh, Paris in Tampa says I've been dating a man for three months, and we've spent every day and night together since we've been dating. But he insisted we celebrate Valentine's Day a week early so he can go to L.A. for the game. He can't even afford tickets. Was this an excuse to get away for the weekend, or should I believe him? Mm. What? So, what's her question? No, he's he done told you that he going to the Super Bowl. That's what he told you. What what excuse to get away for the weekend? He's going to get away from the weekend. It was yesterday. And he not taking you. Mm-hmm. See, now I know we got this question late, but you didn't go to the game, did you? So he got away from you, and he told you he was going to get away from you by going to the Super Bowl. Right. So he went. Yeah, he did. He kicked it too, boy. Hard. Out in L.A. That was out there hard. (laughs) (laughs) Made me miss L.A. Ooh, it made me miss L.A. All right. You miss anywhere you ain't at. Mm. No, I miss L.A. Not anywhere. Tommy, she miss anywhere you ain't at. I miss L.A. Go back. We do good. Well, our radio Shut show on Zoom now. Anyway, go back. You got to stay out here with us. Why are you mad? No, I ain't mad, but go back to Atlanta. You ain't got to miss it. I just missed it because of all the fun they were having at the Super Bowl. That Why is that one a problem? Day, Shirley. Shirley, that's, that's one day. One day. All them people got it. shot at parties out there day. and all that. Oh one God. week, you be complaining about the 405. Stop. Oh, Lord. I missed it anyway. One damn earthquake and your ass be ready to come back. <laughs> I, n- no, that's not true. That's one not true. damn fire. Your ass I've be ready to like come back. One damn mudslide. Mud Here your ass comes. <laughs> He's coming right back. Ha- have your jokes. Have your one jokes. damn drive by. Your ass is ready to pack up. <laughs> Whatever, man. Right. Doesn't make you happy. Moving I on. In LA. I can I miss, miss LA. What is wrong with why that? Why you can't miss the city? I don't. Christian well, Love is on TV. Obviously. I got to get out of here. I right, what I thought. Yeah. You guys are such grouches. <laughs> Tuesday in New I'll Jersey. I'll be down. The police and beat somebody else ass out here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> hey. yeah, I know. <laughs> See, you always take it too far. Yeah, well, well, well. Tuesday, we're moving on. Well, welcome to L.A. (laughs) We're moving on. That happens everywhere. This COVID thing got bad out here again. Yeah, they ain't got no mask mandates. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Tuesday in New Jersey, we're moving on. 
My mother and my aunts had a disagreement a few months ago because my aunts don't like my baby daddy. She tried to defend me and I told her she didn't have to. I had a family Zoom and told them all to go to H-E-L-L. Hell. Uh, my mother hell is was not happy. a cuss word, Shirley. You can <laughs> my, say hell. I'm reading. My mother was happy at first, but now she wants me to fix it. What should I do in this situation? I mean, you got on the Zoom and you told all of them go to hell. Mm-hmm. About your baby daddy. Now, some things is not changing. It's still your baby daddy. You still love the man, and and your family still don't like it. And you done been on the Zoom and told them. And mm. after you got off the Zoom, they talked about you and him. Ooh. Ooh. They lit y'all up. Mm. So, listen to me. If your baby daddy is treating you right, if your baby daddy is a good father, what does it matter that they don't care, that they don't like him? You know, your family can be some of the worst people to tell your problems to. I would just go on about my business, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, CLO. Does, does your baby daddy have a good family? <laughs> Make me go over their house for Christmas. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk uh, about the uh, Super Bowl performances. We'll recap the commercials, all of that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, so here we go. Let's talk about the commercials. What did you think about the commercials? And, of course, we got to get into the halftime show from uh, last night. What did you think, Steve? Commercials? Any favorites? Anyone stand out? Uh, you know, overall, there was a couple that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the E-Trade commercial with the babies on it. Yeah, that was, that was really cute. That's that was one fun. of my favorites. That's my uh, That was cute. Because at the end, uh, you know, and, and they came to pick him up. He said, all right, I'll roll. Let me get my onesies. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, that was funny. Yeah, it was uh, funny. And the Doritos commercial with the animal yep. dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cute. I like that one. Now, I'll tell you the one, the Michelob commercial. Which one? And at the end, where, uh, Ser- yeah, at the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And then at the end, when Serena walked in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had to admit it, you know, and I really don't like to say things like this because I'm, you know, supposed to be above this type of thoughts and stuff. But thanks, Steve. You know, when Serena walked in, I found myself feeling some kind of way. I was <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell was, what that was. I don't I was have to confused. Go, huh? you know, She's the boss. <laughs> Hold on, Serena. Yeah, she walked in. You know, like you and boss. Venus always been like little kids to me, and I've been <laughs> praising y'all since I was on radio back in LA in 2000. Uh-huh. But you walked in, and I went, mm, all right now. <laughs> Serena. It wasn't even Serena no more. I said, here come Rena. <laughs> Rena. Oh, nickname. Showing yeah. her name. <laughs> uh-huh. Tommy, you saw your girl, Halle Berry, in the beginning. What? Intro. What? Uh-huh. That was better than the doggone game. Do you understand? Really? That? That, what? that was really cute. It was really it was cute. cute. Her part. She did good. She did. Uh, ex- okay. Okay. You all are going to act like you didn't see Morgan Freeman's commercial. Yes, we are. No, I'm not going to act like we didn't see Turkish Airlines. Turkish Airlines. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. You didn't see ragged ass commercial. It was like my favorite. It was like the best How? ever. Because <laughs> it was Morgan. 
I saw Idris commercial. Oh, yeah. Booking.com. Working in Idris. Booking.com. Yep. Hey, Booking.com. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, though, I thought the commercial sucked. Oh, what, about the, um, what about the NFL one with all the little players came in with the kids yeah, and the, tore up the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love that one. That I was like really that good. One. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. halftime. Come on. I enjoyed every night. bit of it. Off the chain. Uh-huh. Oh, that really was good. the best halftime Super Bowl show ever. Yep. Dr. Dre yeah. did his thing. Ever? Ever. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever. Yes, I agree. I think it was, too. I think it was up there. Visually, it was so Uh, great. I'm going to tell you what I thought it was up there with, though. Okay. Because the best halftime shows I've seen Uh was Mike's. Mike did the first one. Uh Uh, Prince's. Prince Prince. in Miami. Uh, Beyonce's was strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, And this one here. Those were the best ones I've seen. Uh, Michael Prince. Stevie's was good. That was a long time ago. Most people don't remember that. But Michael Prince, Beyonce's. But this one right here uh, gets to me up in the top two. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not even a hip-hop guy. Right. But... But you that, can't that deny Mary, music. Dr. Dre. Them was Lamar. monster hits. <laughs> Man, just And Fitty. But what upside down? I think I'd have had 50. I think I'd have had it upside right. I don't think I'd have had 50 <laughs> upside down. I just. I was worried about the bar. If <laughs> <laughs> this bar break. <laughs> Man. Well, he was and trying I to recreate the video when he <laughs> yeah. did the video. You remember yeah. that back yeah. in the day? So that's what no, he was I trying to do. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. Done people, though. Yeah. I didn't recognize them at yeah. first upside yeah. down. But it was right. so good. Someone Mary, on TV. oh, my God. And then did you guys Mary. see um, Janae Aiko? Aiko. That Aiko. was good. She was that good. was really the good. America the Beautiful. She was a little bitty little something. Yeah, she's yes, tiny. Because if she's little on TV in real life. Yeah. That's a two. That's a zero. Yeah, that's, that's mm. about a five yeah. zero. Good. Yeah, that country singer Ooh, that, that sang the, the national, national anthem. anthem. She yeah. killed it. That yeah. girl right there had yeah. a yeah. voice on her, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. Mary Mary. Yes, I, I was gonna. That was my That's next thing. That's the best version Ooh. of the Negro National Anthem I've ever heard sing. That harmony nailed it. Ever. That's the best version of the Negro National Anthem I've ever heard in my entire life. I've heard it to where I was actually gnawing on the edge of the table I was sitting at listening to it before. <laughs> Hey, I've yeah, actually bitten <laughs> plugs of wood and spit it out in the floor. I've actually bit the chair in front of me, the foam right off of it, and spit on uh, some versions of the so Negro stupid. National Anthem. Oh, my yeah. God. They, oh, uh, my God. You think they, they heard the, you, They Steve, did the doggone thing. Well, they, 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 they were so that. good. Was yeah. They really no, them, they looked them good. Them girls sang that they song. Sang beautifully. Yes, they, they had that blue on. Them girls was killing it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, man, because if you don't get the right people singing that song, mm-hmm. 
Right. <laughs> you have heard that you. clear. Yeah. You ever just had something just run through you? You ever been just like touching on yourself when people be saying, if you start digging up under your arm, and stuff, you don't know what's wrong. You ever just stuck your hands down in your pants and start digging? You know what was wrong with you? What, what? is they saying? What? what is Coming up in 20 no minutes anthem. after. <laughs> actually feels like slavery. What we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Jesus. Oh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There were a lot of big Super Bowl parties over the weekend, a lot of big ones, but late Friday night, uh, I'm sure you guys heard about this, four people were shot outside a star-studded after-party following a Justin mm-hmm. Bieber concert in West Hollywood. Uh, Multiple shots were fired around 2.45 a.m. outside the Nice Guy bar after a fight broke out. Kodak Black uh, was among several people involved in the fight. The victims' names were not released, but NBC News reported that Kodak Black was among the wounded as well. Four men, ages 24, 22, 19, and 60, were hospitalized in stable conditions. 60? Yeah. He had been walking What is he doing there? Why was his ass? He, he had to be. What is he doing there? He had to be locking up. You got to be looking for but your you know child. What here, here what's crazy though. And see, I get tired of saying we, because that's the problem with we. We always get we're the only race that's responsible for the actions of each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna stop saying that. But when is it? When is enough gonna be enough where entertainers shooting at? other entertainers cause some beef Kodak Black had with somebody else so they shot the place up. Hey man, I, look, I'm not a proponent of shooting anybody but what's the shooting into the place where all these innocent people ain't got nothing to do with your beef with whoever you dealing with? What is that about? It's, mm-hmm. it's just a level of ignorance, man. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, this guns and stuff is ignorant anyway the but violence. to just, yeah, the random people just mm-hmm. He in there, shoot in there. What? Yeah, stray bullets yeah. could kill people. I mean, innocent people. Yeah, ain't got innocent. nothing to do with this war. Right. right. Just yeah. out to have a good right. time. Celebrate. But why y'all weekend. got a war, man? Why we can't, you know, everybody making money over there. You, y'all can't talk this out. Why does wanting to live in peace make you old fashioned? Yeah, but I mean, we get tired I'm with of you, it. Steve. We get tired of hearing I'm, I'm it. I'm with that, huh? Any human mm-hmm. would tire of hearing that all the time, you know? Why can't the we violence, work together? The violence, the negativity, the hatred. The yeah. It don't make no sense, man. Why am I 60 at the club with some 22, 23 Why am I at yeah. the club with <laughs> Justin Bieber, 60? So that didn't, what? That didn't we add it. <laughs> All I see is somebody look like me in there. Oh. Hey, that's my song. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you the dude that's 60 in there working the bathroom with the cologne and stuff. Okay, cool. All right, we're moving on. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. With all this Super Bowl talk, uh, we can't forget, guys, it's Valentine's Day. And Junior, thank the Lord, has prepared a special Valentine's Day poem just for us. (laughs) We're going to hear it right after this. Thank you, Junior. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you do the honors. It's time for uh, Junior and his poem today. Ladies and gentlemen, Valentine's Day, here comes who we affectionately call J-Rap. 
J-Rap is about to kill us with a poem. J-Rap is an acronym, Junior's Raggedy-Ass Poems. You know, J-Rap. Thank you, Ark. You know, I appreciate the, uh, the intro. Loved it. Uh, J-Rap is here for y'all. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. So, you know, can't go through Valentine without a Valentine's Day poem. It's probably some people's only gift they're going to get today. So I got it. Mm. Here it is. Valentine's Day poem. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday. But there's no way I couldn't forget the ladies on Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's to Shirley and Carla. But with Tommy and Uncle Steve, I will not bother. This is a ladies' day and not for men. We don't get nothing, but y'all expect us to spin, spin, spin. You expect flowers and a candlelit meal, but men get the short end of the deal. If I buy you candy and flowers, I want more. If I buy you all of that, expect me at your door. Can I at least get a kiss and a hug? Or how about a nice back rub? I'm looking for a Valentine's to love me. Because roses and food and candy ain't free. The end. <laughs> yes, Junior. Nailed it. Okay. That yes. was nice. That yeah. was very Happy nice. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Just, if I buy you something, just know I'm coming to your door. You understand? I'm not going to just be buying. I ain't gonna, you just going to go home talking about thank you for the evening. You know, we're going in here together. We have to go in here together. <laughs> You just can't close the door on me. What it is, Junior, about the poems, especially one about Valentine's Day and love, is it's the voice tone, I think, that's what throws me. Is the pitch too high, though? Yeah, I think it's little. What you mean? I can't say yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday, but there's no way. I can't do that. (laughs) Well, read them them lines you read in the middle again, the same way you read them. Just in the middle somewhere. In the middle? Same way Mm -hmm. I read them. But men get the short end of the deal. If I buy you candy and flowers, I want more. If I buy you all of that, expect me at your door. Can I at least get a kiss and a hug? Or how about a nice back rub? I'm looking for a Valentine's to love me. Because roses, food, and candy ain't free. The end. I did that. Yes, you did that. What's the problem? Yeah, it's the tone. That's what it is. But that was pretty good, though, Steve. I don't understand what what you mean, the tone. Okay, okay, Junior, do it, do it, do it sexy. Okay, all right. He did. All right, here we go. That's that's all y'all gonna get from him. Mm -hmm. If I buy you candy and flowers, I want more. If I buy all of that, expect me at your door. Yeah. Can I at least get a kiss and a hug? Or how about a nice back rub? I'm looking for a Valentine's to love me. Because roses, food, and candy ain't free. The end. That, that's sexy? <laughs> wow, Junior. Mm-hmm. That's wow. not sexy. That, I think no. that's sexy. You're getting better no, and really better did. at these. I, I'm yeah. telling you, I know right now. I know somebody in the car right now talking mm. about, ooh, ooh, this high right here. They touch it. Coming in hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. Ooh, I got to get. I got to get in here and get some of this here. Ooh, he, ooh, he got me just. Ooh, I'm. Oof. I'm telling you, ooh, I got, got the nation moving girl, right now. I'm, I'm having a oh. flash. <laughs> and thank you for wishing us a uh, happy Valentine's Day. I thought about y'all though. I put y'all in the poem. That was very it. sweet. Y'all the ladies on the show, so it is oh, Valentine's man. Day. You know, yeah. I never hate on your poetry. Now, I would not wish Uncle Steve and on, on, on Tommy a, a happy uh, a Valentine's Day. I would not do yep. him. Yep. Not in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. What you Everybody mean? Everybody can't have deep voices. No, yeah, I'm, but you I'm, ain't got to have that one, though. I'm at, I'm at Max base. I'm basing right now. 
I'm not talking about. Not that you basing. You at max. I'm basing right now. You at a 10, Junior. I'm at a 10. I'm talking about I, right now. If I tell you, get out of my face. It's, it, that's me. I'm basing. Probably ain't nobody going to move, but I said it, though. <laughs> that's all I do know. Step oh, back. Good. See yeah. that, that? See? Basing. <laughs> oh, you didn't did it now. You got me twisted. See, I got you. Oh, you about to got fight, do you? Yeah, this is me right now. I'm about Boy. to fight. That's it. Got it. <laughs> Thank you, it. Junior. You up, Sheriff? Thank you. Calm down with it now. Thank you. <laughs> Always lover, good to hear one from you. Uh, coming up next, it is a prank phone call from the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, over 60 and full of stamina. Oh, really? We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, it is time for the prank phone call with the nephew. Nephew, what you got? We're going to take a little nap right now, Shirley. We're going to take a little nap. This right here is the sleeping security guard. The sleeping. (laughs) We just got to work. We napping. Security guard. Okay. Sleeping. Security guard. Cat dog, if you would. Security booth, may I help you? Hey, uh, uh, this. Sir, can this, you speak up? I can barely hear you. Is this, a, is this a security booth down by the, uh, by the gate? Yes, sir. This security booth. Yeah, listen, man. It's some people, uh, next door to me. They, they keep, I'm hearing a bunch of scuffling and stuff going on, but I ain't, uh, you know, I ain't really sure what's happening. I know, I know, I'm, oh, okay. I heard this lady scream or something, man. But I, I just <sighs> okay, sir. If you could give us the unit number that uh, you're in, we could have somebody come right over there and check that out. Hello, sir. Sir. Um. Hello. <coughs> yep. Sir, are you hello? okay? Yeah, I, I, I uh. I got a I got a sleeping disorder, man. So I I be, oh okay oh sleep. I, but I, 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 I understand. The people next door to me, man, they was I mean they was sitting there. I I heard this lady scream, and I just didn't, I didn't want nobody to you know start shooting or nothing because I know they was arguing pretty pretty heavily. And then I heard I know they must have been fighting because I heard I, some. I, I, some I understand, scuffle. sir. Sir, what what unit are you in? <sighs> Hello, sir. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Yes, I'm here. Are you okay? Is this, you the, you the security guy, right? Yes, sir. You called us about 10 minutes ago, and we've been trying to find out what unit you're in. Well, yeah, man, these people up here, man, they, they arguing, and I, I be, I'm hearing more people over there now. And they they fighting, man. I know I hear two. two it's got to be two men in there fighting. This lady over there. Sir, sir, sir. I, I hate I to interrupt I, you, but I hear some if you could just tell me the unit. The unit, sir. The I unit. hear some kids over there, too. Sir, we need to know the unit so that we can come out and investigate. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Sir, hello? 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 Sir? Huh? 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 Hey, hey, look. 
I cannot do this all day. I am trying to work. I cannot be around with you on the phone. Could you please give me your unit number? Shut it. Them people over there, they arguing, man. I know you. Yes, you have said that they are arguing. I heard you when you said that they were arguing. Sir, if you just give me that unit number that either you're in or the unit number you hear the uh, noise coming from, we could have somebody come over there and check that out immediately. So what unit number are you in again, sir? Do you do you do you do you hear him arguing? See, let me put. No, I only hear your snoring. I need the unit number. Let me see, listen. I'm gonna put the phone up. You, do you hear? Him? You hear? Him? Yes, sir. But I don't hear the unit number. I need the unit number. Without the unit number, we're just having a conversation. Hello. Hello. Hello? Hello? Sir, are you there? Yo, yo. Oh, hey, man, you checked on them people? No, sir, we have not checked on the people because we have not been able to get the unit number from you. Sir? Dude, this is falling Every time he gets ready to tell me something, he falls asleep. Come here, hurry up. You got to hear this. He falling asleep. Hey, man, come here. Dude, this guy is falling asleep on the phone. I can't get the unit out of him because he's falling asleep. Hello, sir? Hello, sir? Sir? Hey, man, I don't know what unit he's in. The he's falling asleep. Every time I ask him something, he falls asleep. He keeps telling me they're over there fighting, but I don't hear him. I, he won't tell me the you. I don't talk. I don't know the you. What the Would you wake your up, please? Hey, I got a guy on the phone that he says that they hear some screaming over his highest unit, but he's falling asleep. I don't can't get him on. Get him to tell me what the unit number is. Hey, dude, come here. Listen to this. Listen. Hello. I'm gonna need you to wake up, sir. Okay. Sir, could you please give me the unit? Well, I, I gotta ask you something. How come y'all all y'all do is just sit on y'all and watch cars come in and out that door instead of helping people that need help? Because need it's in like you won't give us a unit number. You shut your up hollering at me. You need to do your damn job. You rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. But your is a fall asleep. Would you just give me the unit number, please? I give you the number, the unit number. You ready for the unit number? Are you li are you listening to me? Yes. I this am listening is to you, sir. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just uh -oh. got pranked by your co-worker. <laughs> uh oh, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Uh, this is not funny, man. This is not funny no, at no. all. Y'all got me out here walking around this. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> you can't help but give me a round of applause. You got to give it to me. You did.
did. You got to get it to me. You did that. King of pranks. King of pranks. You play too much. That's what they call you, security guard. Come but I now. think everybody's yeah. sleeping today, Tommy, after the Super Bowl yeah. and Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. We exhausted. This <laughs> for everybody with them wings in them, them nachos yes. in them. Okay. For those yes. of you that try to eat a little bit healthy, but then you messed it up with your glass of wine, all yeah. that, that whatever. You know they hey, have celery get... sticks and the carrot sticks next right to the there. buffalo wings. When you get that <laughs> celery and put it in that ranch blue or blue cheese, cheese it's no yet. longer. <laughs> It's, it's the healthiest no longer healthy. Yeah. No, it ain't, no, it ain't healthy no more. <laughs> French, Once French. you Wait, dip Tommy, it, I, I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> no, no way. Really? Man, my mama came over fried fish. I just, I oh, said, my yes. diet is out yes. today. It's yeah. just, I'm not, yeah. I'm not eating. I'm not gonna not eat my mama fried fish. Now I'm, I'm right. eating that. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday food is just uh-huh. as high in calories of even more than Thanksgiving. What? Because we eat so much and on all Super that Bowl. Yeah. Well, you eat before the game. Yeah. You eat during the game. During the game. Right. You eat at halftime. Mm-hmm. That fourth quarter going to make you eat some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, yeah. Tommy? I looked down at my plate. I was so embarrassed. I had a stack of bones so high. I just I didn't even know. I never dumped my plate of nothing. I had so many bones. Baltimore, this is my weekend. I'm coming your way, baby. Baltimore Comedy Factory, the nephew is coming to town. Tickets are running like crazy. That's right. They are about to sell out. That's Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. The nephew is coming to town. Voice is gone from, oh, my God, Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, I love y'all. We did the damn thing. Yes, we did. And you took my voice. And it'll be back by tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Surprised you're here. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject (laughs) over 60 and full of stamina. Take a note, Tommy. All right, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Yeah. Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject over 60 and full of stamina. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 31-year-old married woman, and I've been married for eight years, and we have four kids. In the beginning, our sex life was amazing, and our intimate sessions would last four hours. But after four kids, it's basically non-existent, and when we do have sex, it's terrible and boring. There is no spice in our love life because my husband is tired. Is just sex, and then he goes to sleep, leaving me wanting more. We have sex once a week so I can fulfill my duties as a wife, but um, I get my satisfaction elsewhere. On two separate occasions, I met two gentlemen that are at least 30 years older than me. I was open and honest with them about my sad sex life, and they told me how bad I needed, and uh, I told them how bad I needed some good sex. So now I'm having an affair with both of them, and they both are beyond amazing in bed. 
One guy is in his early 60s, and he is so passionate that I can't get enough of him. The other one is in his late 60s, and he has more stamina than any man I've ever been with. I was shocked to find out that the men in their 60s still have it going on like this. The more intimacy I have with these older men, the less I want to be with my husband. It's like the best experience ever, and I could see myself falling for them. I'm sure these older men don't want anything but sex from me, but I find it hard to go back to boring sex with my husband after being with these old pros. I do love my husband, and I don't want to lose him. He has no idea what I've been doing on the side, and I almost feel bad for cheating. My husband and I are both still young, so do you think there is a way for us to spice up our sex life again, or should I realize that I need more than my husband can give me? Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, um, can I say this before you start, Yes, Shirley? yes, yes. I'm going to be beyond interested in hearing your response. Go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> uh, you should be uh, feel badly for cheating. You really should. Um, you know what? I don't think you've given it your, your marriage, I mean, much of a chance. Uh, it sounds like you've given up. I mean, you know, did you leave that part out or something? I, I think you just said that it was boring and and, and basically non-existent. But, um, I mean, you want it to last for hours. I mean, how, how, for how long you want it to last? For like hours and hours? Uh, no wonder he's tired. I, I'm sure both of you can step up your game in the bedroom. I, I, do you have date nights? Do you plan anything to do together as a married couple? I mean, I know you have four kids. Do you get a babysitter from time to time so you guys can go out and have time together? I mean, those are the kinds of things you do. You have to do to keep your marriage, you know, the spice in your marriage and things like that. I mean, where is the romance? Um, where is it? Do you, you know, talk to him about being romantic and stuff like that? I mean, it doesn't sound like either of you guys are trying. Uh, just stepping, you know, outside of your marriage or stepping out on your husband uh, to get what you need, that that's not the answer. And you have two men? Uh, wow. Uh, I, I know women are smarter than men when it comes to dating and everything, but two. Uh, and, and by the way, you have two men. I really hope you're using protection. So far, I guess you have been uh, because that really could turn into a mess. And I I hope you don't really fall for either one of these guys because it's going to cause a problem, you know, in your marriage. More than already is there with this sex situation. So I think you need to reevaluate your marriage with your husband. You and your husband need to uh, sit down and talk about this situation seriously and try to come to some sort of agreement. You need romance. You need love. You need all of that foreplay, all of that back in your marriage. And you can put it back in. You're only 31. You guys are young. Steve? 31. Oval. 31, girl. Whew. Lord have mercy. It's called a repeat offender. Mm. Someone who returns back to the scene of the crime oh, over okay. and over and over and yet no repercussions. Just This is my answer, okay? Okay, I'm interested in yours just like you were interested in mine. No, you're not. (laughs) And anyway, (laughs) what? 31 years old and it's over. But it used to be amazing because they had intimate sections that lasted for hours. Here's some people that obviously is not working. That is very hard. Hours, 
All your intimate section, sessions was ours. That's a lot. Well, them hours turned into four kids. Uh. It's basically non-existent when we have sex. Now it's terrible. It's boring. Ain't no spice in it. Soon as he has sex, he go to sleep. Leaving you wanting more. Y'all doing it once a week so you can fulfill your duties. But then on two different occasions, you met two gentlemen that are at least 30 years older than me. So let's stop right here. You're attracted to older men. Because you just sat down and explained to two older men how unhappy you are sexually. Now, the first one, you might have just fell into it. But after you saw how good he was, you explained it to another 60-year-old dude. And you'd have found out that them old pros is just that, old pros. Bringing it. All right, hang on, Steve. Frying the bacon. <laughs> we'll hmm. have part two of your response In there redoing the kitchen. <laughs> 23 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Subject of today's strawberry letter, over 60 and full of so stand-up. over that roof in the garage. <laughs> part two of Steve's response coming up right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject over 60 and full of stamina. This 31-year-old lady had a wonderful relationship with a man. They used to have hour-long love-making sessions. It has resulted in four kids. Now there's no spark at all. They just he have sex and go to sleep. She do it once a week. And she says that she's had to find, and he falls asleep, leaving her wanting more. So to cure the more, she has started seeing two older men, early 60s and late 60s. She's explained to both of them how boring her sex life is. And they say, hold on, you ain't got to do that. So now these old pros is in there working. They old too. They know old ways. Mm Mm-hmm. What? They in there churning your butter. Come on, now. Churning the butter. You getting your cotton picked. Don't you see Just that? like you like it. <laughs> yeah, they in there. Uh huh, uh huh. They waxing you with burlap sex. Uh huh. Yeah, y'all having civil rights sex. That's. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just. Why do you go so far? I know. Why can't you just. I knew he was I like going. It. You I felt like, it. Oh, I like you it. Felt I that. get on you back. Do. Just let me get on Tony, back to what I was up, doing then. This old time <laughs> sex. <laughs> Y'all in there having hidey, 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 ho. Y'all in there having Callaway sex. Yeah. Y'all up in there. One the money, two for the show. Three to get ready and four. Y'all having Elvis Presley sex. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Little Richard said. <laughs> so I know how you feel. Because mm. you've had some things because you young. Them, them mm-hmm. 60-year-old men in there just coming in there and bringing it. And this man is so passionate because he got moves. He doing things. He know what to do. He done done it before. 30 more years experience. Pouring it all on you every now and then. You can't take it. And the other one got stamina. The reason old men have stamina, 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 and I'm explaining it to you this way. The reason we have stamina is because we've had this before. We can control it better. 
Oh, okay. We know how to pace. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We know when it's getting close to the end. We know how to, you know, pull back a little bit and back take our up. time. Go on, boy. Refocus Go on. our mind. And sometimes it's called displacement. <laughs> sometimes being an old pro, you know how to take your mind and put it somewhere else so yeah. you can keep handling your business without the focus being there, thus bringing about an eroticism in yourself. So you Preach, take boy. your mind and displace it yes. somewhere else. Come on here now. Stay sermon? with me, Deacon. You, mm, I'm with you right now. You degentify. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you 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 take it in another direction. Yeah, yeah. You uh rebuke uh, the powers mm-hmm. of lustivity. Lustivity, that's right. That's uh-huh, right. They went uh-huh. in there. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 and now, do to this you want one. Mm. But I think you've come to the realization that, that all they want from you is your sex. But it's hard for you to go back to that boring sex. Mm-mm. That young boy thing, that, that hip-hop love. Mm-hmm. That one-pants leg up, one-pants down love. You don't want that right now. You don't yeah, that can't-go hat love. That, 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 that I got on extra jewelry love. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to get back to that dashiki love. Yes, come on back to the day. Yeah, that, that, that love in the world. Before there was gold chains and and, 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 and all that, we just wore some, some beads. You need yeah. mood ring sex. Change colors. Yeah, yeah you said yeah. mood <laughs> Red, hot, cold, all that. You need, go right here. You know what I'm saying? You, you need, Black. girl, you need Jerry Curl sex. You need Roger yeah. Trotman sex. Oh, you're so inside. rough, so tough out here. Yes. Yeah, you need a computer love sex. Wow. Come on here now. More bounce uh, to the ounce. Mm. <laughs> you need some headed through the grapevine. Headed sex. through the grapevine. See, you have been spoiled now. You have been treated uh, to a ticket to the past. <laughs> You've had some feel loving put on you. <laughs> yeah, some al- on album love, Pastor. Yeah, album. Yeah, you, 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 you know, some, some out in the field love. You've had some behind the garage love put on you. I actually did that. I know you did. Hush. You actually had oh, some backseat love. <laughs> Yeah, I've been back. Where your foot all up against the window, tatted a tent off the window. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Right, listen. Loving so hard <laughs> back there, I looked up, all my tent was wrinkled. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. That's, and check out. That's that window foggy love. The Strawberry <laughs> Letter <laughs> on podcast on demand, okay? Put that on uh, deep frost, yeah. And we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, after the big day, what you got? Yeah, it's it's in the book, Super Bowl 56. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams beating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 in a good game. 
Uh-huh. Cooper Cup was named the MVP of the Super yes, Bowl. Yes, he should have. As he should yeah. have, man. Two touchdowns, man. I, I'm about to feel bad for Odell Beckham, man. He got the ring, man, but he was he was out there balling in the first half. No, he, I didn't he, feel he, sorry for him at all, Junior. He, he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he the won the ring. He got, he got the ring. Even though yeah, you but, got hurt, what greater way you scored a touchdown in the Super contributed. Bowl. contributed. Yeah. Oh, he got him yeah. there. He can't can't have everything, Junior. I'm just happy for I him. Know. I know. I'm happy for him, too, man. But, you know, he was just balling already, man. I just want to see what type of game he's going to have a complete game. He had a touchdown. He got a touchdown. Could have probably <laughs> had three more the way he was running past everybody. He was balling, man. Also, uh, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. They got a survey out that say 40% of Americans would like to move Super Bowl Sunday to Super Bowl Saturday. Because everybody calling in sick today. People don't never go to work on Monday. You know, <laughs> you know, that might not be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be bad uh, to have it on a Saturday. I bet they'd have okay. an even bigger viewership. Yeah. Oh. On Saturday, they. Yeah. I think they'd have an even bigger viewership. It's the yeah, you know, man, the world, they right. they should right. consider that Super Bowl Sunday move it to Super Bowl Saturday. Mm. Yeah. You know, that might be not be a bad idea, dog. That might be good. Okay. Yeah. Well, how many people calling okay. in? Because I have no idea why we in here. Because <laughs> we struggling. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, we sleeping. <laughs> we, should move. we should move our date, too. <laughs> oh, we should have money to so be a holiday. If they do Super Bowl Saturday, are we going next day? I wasn't on NFL honors this year. <laughs> you got to be on honors to come to the game. Year. All my connections is gone. <laughs> Three Super Bowls. Y'all ain't making the one of them. I ain't got no more for you. I ain't even go to the Super Bowl. I got invited by everybody. Man, oh, really? you here? I want you to come uh-huh. to my suite, man. I got this. Man, you here? It was star-studded yesterday, too. It was, uh-huh. man. But everybody, what I love... All those celebrities mm. enjoying halftime, mm. enjoying oh Kendrick gosh. Lamar. You know, those yeah. celebrities yeah. were true fans, too. Yeah. Mary, Dre, Snoop. Yeah. yeah, because you know what? Yeah. I don't care how big of a star you are. You wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Making the music. Oh, yeah, that dude right there. Of hip-hop, you, y'all get up yeah. out of here. I'm good. Yes. Great All right. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, we have a few Valentine's Day greetings and shout-outs from the Steve Harvey Nation. This is kind of cool. 877-29-STEVE is the number. We got a call from Daryl. Daryl? Hey, Steve. I've been following you. My name's Daryl since you got on the radio. And I forgot what radio station it was because it was whack anyway. I remember you left and you took Shirley with you. And I've been following you ever since. I want to send a shout out to my sweetheart. Her name is Samantha. I love her to pieces. I just met her in November of this year. And she's amazing. My birthday is February the 5th. And we went to a wedding on my birthday. Had the best time ever. I plan to do this woman for the rest of my life. Um, I plan to marry her if she'll accept me. And I want to tell her that I love her with everything. Love her to life. And I look forward to spending my life with her. She's zero. Thanks, Steve. Wow, oh, boy. Right. Good one. That was good one, boy. I ain't mad at you, player. Mm-hmm. 
profess your love. Your love. Oh, and boy, oh, if she hear that right here, boy, you know the points you finna get. You know what's finna happen. You know? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, All right, here's um, from Michigan. This is Keith. My name is Keith Brown, Good Point Park, Michigan. And my birthday is February 14th. And I want the whole Steve Nation to wish me a happy birthday on Valentine's Day. Thank you. Have a blessed, wonderful night. That's good, Keith. Hey, when y'all call in on this machine, uh, if you if you sitting in a rain barrel, get out before you get the phone call. Talk for the holler, don't Sitting yeah. in a rain barrel, get out the barrel to make the phone call. If you if you trying to do your phone calls from inside. Uh, in a toilet with your head in the toilet. Uh, take your head out the toilet. If you don't want nobody to hear you at work, then go in a broom closet or something. But don't do it by dipping your head down in the toilet and pulling the lid over on it. Because that's what it starts to sound like to okay. us, you know. You know, or if you're a janitor or something, you calling in. You don't do this from the mop bucket. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. you know, say hey, Steve, I'm gonna call you back. Go down, get a, go to a, some other location, but try not to call from inside a cavernous areas like Keith just did. Thank All right, you. Yeah, let's see what birthday. this next caller sounds like. They want to shout okay. out their mom. Hi, Steve. My name is Elizabeth Ellis. I don't have a boo. I don't have a, a significant other. All I want to say is happy birthday to my mother. Love her. Bye. Mm-mm, not bad. Yeah. Now, also, let me make another announcement. If you're gonna leave answering call, uh, voicemails on the answering machine, uh, these are the phone services we use. We use T-Mobile. We use Sprint. We use AT&T. We use Verizon. We use Galaxy phones, iPhones. You calling from a burner? You, you bought a burner at the Walmart, like yeah. And this the sound quality you gonna get. Uh, we we try, you know, we just want smartphones. Yeah. You don't have a smartphone, yeah. No flip phones, if, on, if, none of that. No, if you if you buying a phone and you look in line and it's five or six dope boys buying the same phone. Just hang that up back up on the clipboard at the store <laughs> so right. you can understand you. what you're saying. All right, another Valentine's Day shout-out. Carla J to her husband, Derek. Hi, Steve. My name is Carla Jones, and I want to give a shout-out to my husband, Derek Jones. He's my wife, my husband, and my soulmate. And I want to thank him so much for the love and joy he brought into my life. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. Thank you, baby. That was a beautiful call. Nuh-uh. Now listen to me. This is the last one. No more calls from in the swimming pool. If you're in the swimming pool talking underwater, don't call the answering machine. What y'all doing to us? All right. Thanks for the calls. Oh, really? Right, we'll back in, really? Really? <laughs> on the diving board and just dove in and started talking. We'll tell you what single people are doing tonight at 20 minutes after, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. So according to a new survey, 43% of singles, as 50% of women and 36% of men, believe Valentine's Day should include all forms of love. All right. 
and 63% of single millennials believe friendships and self-love should be celebrated just as much as romantic relationships. Of the single lovers out there, this year, 42% plan to have dinner or drinks with friends, while 36% prefer to have a solo night of self-care. I ain't everybody gets some love. Everybody gets some love, and everybody needs love. So this right. is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being yeah. single on this show, I'm doing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? Break it down, Darren. You break it down. What you doing? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna have to just love me. That's another year loving me. <laughs> You gonna you gonna take yourself out, Junior? I'm taking myself out. Sit across a candlelit table by myself. But that's good because you, if you don't love yourself, you know what they say: you can't love anyone else. So that's yeah, good. That's yeah, love starts. You gotta with love you. yourself first. Yeah, that's, that's the right. show. Yeah, I'm tired of hating me though. Love you, boo. Yeah. Yeah. Dinner, drink. So you know. who's going out tonight? Me and Jackie going out. Going to Lee Colonial or Lake Colonial? How do you say? Oh, yes, that? uh-huh. that's okay. Yeah. 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 That's a nice yeah. place. Yeah. Nice. Not romantic. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, that Mississippi Monica turned me on to that. I'm going to lick, lick, lick. I don't even speak French, but lick, 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 Colonel. Is it Colonel or Colonial? Oh, no, it ain't no God. Colonel. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day and night. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Would You Rather. Here we go. Would you rather, this is the Valentine's edition, okay? Uh-oh. Would you rather have a, a, a chocolate-covered strawberries or a scotch and a cigar on Valentine's night, I'm assuming? Would we, you rather? We by ourselves, though? Yeah, Just, yeah, we by ourselves. Like, my girl, they it's we the want Valentine's edition. We want the edition. scotch and the cigars if we buy yeah. ourselves. Yeah. If I got my girl, I got to eat these damn strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Better not pull no cigar. What you doing? On Valentine's Day? Pull a cigar? What you think this is, mister? <laughs> this ain't your day. You had your day yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no brainer show. All right. Would you rather have a romantic bubble bath first or a quick shower and just get right to it? You want I'll the try. truth? I'll- and if I mean, you want to know yeah, a, right. a bubble bath and a shower you. with a yeah. partner. Obviously. Do you want the yeah. truth? Yes, of course. Let's Always. get on in this shower. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, get, right get to, to it. it. Yeah. Get right to Why it. Why you don't want the bath, though? Because yeah, I'm going to fall know. asleep after that. Hell, I ain't going to be worth nothing. <laughs> you know how hard it is in the bathtub, two grown-ass people? That's really grown. <laughs> now we got to get Sing out, somebody slip. <laughs> Way too much can happen in that damn bathtub. It ain't what you think. I'm too tall for that damn. I'm 6'2". Like yeah. But don't you have Mm-mm. like a, a, a big bathtub for your Man, size? I almost drowned a girl one time. Tried that in the bathtub. <laughs> what? She wasn't saying nothing. I didn't realize she was underwater. Hell, I thought she was quiet. Was she real little? I was, she was kicking a lot, so I knew I was doing something, but I didn't realize she was kicking because she had took in water and was drowned. <laughs> oh, that's splashing. I thought I was doing something. That splashing was trying to save her life. You are crazy. Then I had to snatch up out the water, give her a Heimlich. There wasn't nothing working out for me that day. Petite little oh thing. God. Okay. It's stupid. All right. It is stupid. All right. Would you. <laughs> Would you rather have, um, well, I think I know this one. Would you rather have some old school R&B during Valentine's night or would you have just a totally quiet room with the, just the two of you? We got to have some music. Oh, you like quiet. You like quiet. 
Yeah. Like yeah. I, I need some playing because I be hollering. Yeah, you ain't as experienced as me, so you. I'm you, way you, more experienced. I be hollering. I just. Yeah, you ain't. No, you ain't. Why you think you're more experienced than me? Because I'm older than you. I've been around longer. You had more women. That don't mean I couldn't have caught up to you. You ain't had more women than me that really? time. That's the problem. Wow. Hey, what? Let's, come on, let's tell the truth. Wow. Boy, you crazy. Wow. <laughs> Boy, All I right, had women when it. you was in school. What the hell is you talking about? <laughs> I, remember, I remember you talking about Uncle Steve. What is she doing? Get up your ass out of here. <laughs> that does it for today's Valentine's Day edition of Would Uncle You Steve, Rather. Uncle Steve, what y'all doing? Get your ass out of here, Tommy. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and at 49 minutes after the hour, We'll have some closing remarks but she uh, from the stop. one and only Steve Get Harvey. Get your right ass out of here. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day on this Valentine's Day. Wishing everyone love and happy Valentine's Day. And, of course, happy Valentine's Day night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, uh, Steve... We're going to pass it on over to you. Well, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's an interesting day. Uh, Fellas, if you can, it's not too late because it's 10 Eastern, 9 Central. So you got time to recover. If you haven't done anything special, let me give you a suggestion. Uh, Public displays of affection, PDA, are always extra brownie, brownie points. If you could do something for your girl while she's at work in front of the other girls, that's always extra points. Uh, stop being cheap. You know, uh, extra $50 could make all the difference in the world, you know, with what you present to her. Uh, and just understand that Valentine's Day is for women. It's not our day. Don't expect anything. Don't expect you to get no flowers and no dinner. Most men are not really care for flowers anyway. I don't know a man. Go, man, I wish I would get flowers. I would love for a woman to give me flowers. I've never heard a guy say that. Maybe some guys out there like that, but not nobody I know. So uh, Valentine's is a day that uh, are for women, fellas, and don't forget it and make a big deal out of her. If you know a woman um, who you're friends with, you know, there's nothing wrong with calling her, wishing her happy Valentine's Day, you know, and telling her, you know, you know, that, you know, appreciate her friendship and everything and, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, it might start something. Yes, sir. When 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 should we take the blue pill? Should we take it before dinner, right in after dessert? Yeah, you're gonna need when for it we... to kick in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Take it with food. I mean, I'm just trying to I'm just what I'm asking for a friend. Right. I don't, what? You, you got an easy stuff. Yeah. Uh, you, you, know? you can take it whenever you want to. You're gonna need an hour and a half though. <laughs> you know. Just don't get to know friend. I know that. No, no. <laughs> now I got a partner. <laughs> he did what he did. He he took it and uh, took it and chewed it because he didn't want to take time for it to dissolve. He wanted, but what he didn't realize, uh, yeah. But what he didn't realize, he had left the majority of the peel in his teeth, and so he didn't have a very happy evening. And because uh, it, you know, once you start chewing them and leave the ingredients in your teeth. It ain't in your blood system doing what it need to do. So be conscious of that. And uh, stop going to the gas station buying these pills, fellas, because that's not FDA recommended and you buying stuff ain't nobody regulating, man. I know some dudes got some funny stories buying them. Listen to me. 
Stay out of them gas stations buying them black rhinos and black ants and <laughs> killer monkey, tiger paw. Killer monkey. Right, yeah. <laughs> don't don't be in there buying what? that stuff at that gas station. See, ladies, y'all don't know about this. But that's real big right now. Gas stations is carrying sexual enhancement medication for men. But, but, and it's real but, but big truckers, at gas stations now. Truckers yeah. say that's good. That's what they say. Yeah, but it's it's cheaper, but it's not regulated. So you don't know how much in these pills, and so all the stuff is not regulated. It's starting to come out to be some horror stories, so be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know you don't want to pay for it, but they got this new commercial out there, Roman, where you can buy uh, more of the generic uh, stuff and get it delivered to your door. That's a lot cheaper. I know y'all don't want to pay what it costs for them pills. It's a grown folk conversation, but be aware of that. Stay out them gas stations. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, Carla and Monica and Shirley, y'all don't know nothing about this, but Junior's smiling really hard. <laughs> now I'm just laughing because you know this is the truth, huh? Yeah, and I ain't been to the gas station, but I know they in there. I know they in there because everybody I know be talking about them. (laughs) Then you hear guy tell them, man, I bought three of them, man. Mine ain't do nothing. Well, told you it ain't FDA regulated. (laughs) Sometimes they put it in the pill. Sometimes they don't. (laughs) Oh, goodness. These are some enlightening clothing. That's for Valentine's. Now, I know one thing. If you go to Chinatown, I'm going to tell you this right now, though. You get that. Woo, that tea ain't playing with you. It's going to work. It's going to work. If you, if, if you drink that tea, prepare yourself. Okay. You're going to be sitting up there looking good and crazy after you drink that tea, tea now, because that tea work. <laughs> it go right to the system. Oh, 20 minutes. All right, now. Uh, all righty, then. That's Valentine's. That's a very different. That's a grown man Valentine. Any questions, Junior? Tommy, anybody? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, this Valentine, uh, man. Uh, like if you want to do something on a budget, like a little smaller budget, like man, like a couple hundred dollars, something you can do. Couple hundred, really, yeah, yeah, real quick. Just make it just one eight hundred flowers is a good way to do it. One eight hundred yeah. flowers. Okay. If you got just two hundred dollars, uh, they can take care of you right quick. Uh, mm-hmm. you could do some special stuff. You could buy a bunch of flowers at the grocery store and just Ooh. walk in with a whole bunch of them. Because if you just okay. buy a whole bunch of them, and even if you put it in a, a Home Depot bucket and put yeah. foil around the bucket, that that bouquet look like, woo! <laughs> woo! That bouquet look like a couple thousand. <laughs> yeah, and you'd probably you spend you. about $30 down at the grocery <laughs> store. Just a couple of tricks I done used over the years, you know. Orange bucket with foil Orange. around it. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of flowers. Because all they're going to see is the flowers. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Got to all use right. your imagination, baby. <laughs> Fake until you make it. That's right. One last thing you could do if you're on a budget, real quick, you could buy a regular pair of shoes and get you a can of red Krylon paint and paint the red bottoms on it, and but hope they dry in time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Y'all have a, have a happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 